Welcome, everybody. First in-person podcast. This is Angelo, CEO of TFT. I'm joined by Josh. He's one of our funded traders. Josh, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Appreciate it. So we're going we're gonna to jump right into it. We've been chatting a little bit. Um, definitely want to start off a little, give us a little background on who you are. Um, just so you guys know, we're doing a new series this year. We're starting to bring some people out, some traders to Miami. Um, Josh happened to be in the area. Want to bring them out, want to do an in-person podcast, hear their story, ideally do a little weekend experience as well. I'm a little sick this weekend, so we're not we're not getting into it. But yeah, let's kick it off, Josh. Give us a little bit of background on you know who you are, a little bit of background on how you got into trading. Cool. Yeah. Love to. Uh, yeah. So I grew up in Pensacola, um, like we were just talking about. And yeah, so I've been in Pensacola for a while. Um, I actually left Pensacola for a little bit and moved to New York. Um, and, uh, came back and yeah, I've been, I've been trading for like over six years. Love doing it. It's, it's a blast. I love doing it. It's like exactly what I want to do. I've been wanting, been wanting to do. So, um, bring us back. Like, so yeah. this guy's a trading legend. Let's, let's be clear here. <laughs> he sure. is. We're going to yeah. get, we're going to get into it, but for bring sure. us back. Um, you know, before you started trading and everything, yeah. Give us a bit of background. You know, did you go to college, this stuff? Yeah. How did you kind of get into it? Yeah. So right out of high school, I was working for, my dad has a restaurant. So I was working with my dad. Um, and he's a great guy. Um, has helped me a lot. Um, learning business ideas, um, how to deal with people, um, just how to be successful really. And so Worked with him, worked with the uh, restaurant, and I, I, as I was doing that, I was going through college. I only, I dropped out, I did like two and a half years of college, and um, yeah. College dropout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, feels good to say. Feels typical, good to say. typical entrepreneur story. Yeah, yep. Uh, so yeah, about two years of, two and a half years of college, and then after I left there, I actually moved to New York and helped open a restaurant that I connected with the owner and stuff like that. That was a cool experience to stay there for like a year and a half. And then I didn't really like living in New York too much. So I really wanted to be back to the beach. So moved back and actually purchased a business in town uh, in Pensacola and uh, did really well with that. I uh, got an amazing deal uh, when I bought it. And what like, business was it? Was a, it was a dry cleaning business. Dry cleaning business. Yeah, right. bizarre. Guys but, locked in. Yeah, bizarre. But it, it, <laughs> it, it was amazing by, you know, I took the whole approach of like, you know, before I even thought about it, I took the whole approach of like trading into buying a business. Um, so I already like back then I already had the idea of like buying low and selling high. Right. And What's so the I, risk reward of getting yeah, into this company? Mm, yeah, yeah. Getting into this business. So I negotiated with the owner for like months on like the purchase price and you know, how we're going to do it and all that stuff. So yeah. Um, did that for like a year and a half. Um, did a lot of marketing, some like cool marketing, um, things I did that was like kind of off the wall, you know, kind of out, out of the box, out you know, the box, yeah. um, increased sales and actually sold the business like a year and a half later, uh, for double what I bought it for. So interesting. Um, yeah. I'm curious, cool. like, how did you, you said you're like getting these businesses, you're selling them. Like, how'd you mm-hmm. learn that that's the thing that you should be doing? Like, there's so many people that are getting into a company, starting a business, and they don't understand that the goal is to sell the company, right? Yeah. It's not to, you know, be all about you, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's to grow it, to have it become valuable and to sell it. So how did you yeah. 
realize, uh, you know, that gain and execute that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think, uh, a lot of it's kind of, you got to fill out like when's a good time. Uh, like you always got to be thinking of the exit strategy or at least that's what I did. Um, who taught you that to think like, man, that? I don't know. Like it just kind of came to me. I don't know. Just like, I think just learning from other owners, you know, businesses and just like researching. And I don't, I don't even know where that kind of idea came from, but it just kind of came to me whenever I was like doing business. Cause I, uh, before that I've owned like smaller businesses before mm-hmm. and things like that, but nothing to that scale. Um, so that was the biggest, you know, business I've had. So yeah. nice. So you got into business, you exited one yep. and then, so you guys know, Josh got $108,000 payout with us. So he's definitely one yeah. of the the top traders with the firm, yeah. which is amazing. Congratulations to you. Thank you. Appreciate obviously. It. 108 so, was my commission. Okay. I think the uh, total was like, I don't know. Whatever 80% yeah. of it is. Mm, yeah. So, so considering that's where you're at now, right? You told yeah. us in the beginning, like, you know, in the beginning of getting into trading, yeah. what was the first, first thing that happened? Like, how'd you get involved? You bought a course, this and that, right? Yeah. So <laughs> I, uh, first thing I did, I connected with this guy on Instagram and, you know, right off the bat bought his like signals, you know, <laughs> and, uh, you know, funded a small account, you know, I think it was like maybe 500 account or something like that was following the signals, you know, it did good first couple times. Um, and then, you know, started losing and I started just like doing my own trades, you know, and just like trying it out, experiencing, see how I was going. Um, and this is actually kind of when I, when I got into Forex, I initially started, you know, trading stocks and buying here and there, but, uh, it got into Forex actually when I had the dry cleaning business. Um, and so, yeah, just, uh, once I got the signals and knew that that wasn't working out, I started researching and researching and just like learning different strategies and learning from different people, connecting with people online and Instagram and seeing what they're doing. And right. um, so it was a long process of that. And then I was like, well, I'm not learning a strategy that works from all these other guys. No. And so from there, I like, I got to figure this out for myself. So I like, kind of combine all the ideas and try different things and, you know, back and forth of just ideas and ideas and ideas. Um, but r- really what clicked, I think, was the idea of looking at what the sets we were doing, hedge funds, and and kind of mimicking what they're doing and kind of getting ideas from them. Because um, I, I feel like, you know, a lot of people that are selling courses and things like that don't tend to be too helpful. I think, you know, it's, you can be successful with it. Um, but so, you know, some are, you know, basic information out there, it's which really is just it's all regurgitating basic information. Yeah, right? exactly. It's, yeah. it's like, so you, there, there's yeah. definitely someone to sell that stuff to for sure. For sure. Right. There's a uh, levels to everything, but mm-hmm. I think that for the most part, it's a lot of basic yeah. information. Um, there's a lot of, all that information is for free. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it, you really gotta like find a strategy like that you, like make yourself, uh, that's what I, you know, I found, uh, for me. And so I, I developed a strategy that is just mine and I, you know, and it's been successful. So, so from getting into, you know, starting in the beginning, when did you start trading with prop firm? Um, you guys, uh, it's been like two months now, um, two, three months now. Um, but I've been trading with other prop firms for probably a little over, like close to a year now, 
maybe a little more than that. Okay. Uh, so I started with FTMO. Yep. Um, and then you know, so yeah, the Holy was, Grail. Yeah. FTMO. Yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. How did how did you find out about it? just through Instagram, whatever, social media? Yeah. Um, Limbo Rowl actually. Limbo. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so actually, if communicating with him, Raul. yeah, exactly. Shout out. Yeah. I connected with him on Instagram, message back and forth a little bit. Uh, back and forth, he had like a huge following. Um, and yeah, I saw that he was using FTMO. I was like, wow, that's pretty awesome that you can like get that much capital. He referred so many people to FTMO. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh my God. Yeah. Well, he did do you, well. He did do you know well. him? Do you, uh, yeah, he did well. Yeah. I mean, he got their, he had their largest payout at one point. From you guys? From no, from FTMO. Oh, FTMO, yeah, yeah I saw Raul, that. Yeah. Out of all people, like he fucking killed What was it. his payout? Uh, Did I beat him? It was over, <laughs> no, it was over years. I think it was like 130, maybe. Really? Okay. Yeah. Where nice. he got paid 130, yeah. maybe more. I don't like it was around that number. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So he crushed it. It's amazing. Um, which then, you know, he was their lo- one of their largest YouTube things and then mm. really helped them take off because I originally found out about FTMO like, what is it? 2023 now. So four years ago. Right. Okay. So that was when they started becoming popular, like 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, and at that point they were pretty small. They were not like this, like they are, they're pretty, they're big now. They're mm-hmm. pretty big. Yeah. Um, but Raul and like all these, inf- all these influencers are really why they became as big as they are. Cause they, you know, did these interviews and, you know, spread the word on what's going on everything yeah. like that. They're also very reliable, right? They've been mm-hmm. around the longest. Um, they have good service and everything like that. So, yeah. So yeah, I mean, so Lambo Raul, he got you in. Yeah, got yeah. you in the door on what's going on. Yep. Yeah, I saw and that. Before that, like what were you doing? K. You were doing capital. like your own account and stuff. Like, what were you trading before yeah. that? My own accounts. Um, yeah, and actually, and um, yeah, trading my own accounts, um, losing accounts. You know, in the beginning, um, losing all of the money. You know, in the account, <laughs> blowing it. Um, but then I started like. Um, being a little bit more consistent and I was connected with like, you know, people I knew that had, you know, money and taking on, you know, you know, somewhat of investors, you know, taking on capital, whatever. Um, yeah. And I kind of have like crazy stories just like through that whole process. Um, while I was actually in the beginning of trading, I actually started doing some other business stuff, whatever. And it went South. Uh, and I had like a really bad couple of years there. Mm-hmm. Um, um, a guy that's pretty big on Instagram. I connect with him. We did like a whole funding process with me. I got a lot of capital, you know, on credit and we were doing some business stuff and it all was went it like south. A Pam, a Pam account or something? Or no, no, this was actually just like, um, like Shopify, like business online oh, okay. selling products, stuff like that. This is like total diff- different business, whatever. Mm-hmm. But also I was trading some of that capital too. Um, and literally all of that, like just like went South and I was like, there's so much cap, you know, I was in so much debt. Uh, it was wild. Um, total overall, like debt was like close to like 200 K debt I was in. Sheesh. Yeah. And this was like, like close to like two years ago, Yep, year ago. Um, so this and, guy has seen the, yeah. Bomb. Oh I, yeah. I have sure. like been through it. Um, and that's like, you know, a lot of like kind of what I'm, wanting to do like in the future is like, you know, explain my story and like kind of what I've been through and like, cause a lot of it is like fear, like your fear sets in when you're in that much debt and like, Oh yeah. Getting over that is like so powerful when you can get over that. Yeah. Um, this was before so. you had seen success, this debt. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. That, that's even harder success in trading. So yeah. I, I've like had, I had success with the dry cleaning business oh, okay. and then 
you know, you're at a high and like, you know, it feels great. Um, and then, you know, something bad happens and something bad happens. And then it's just like spiral down. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah. I mean, similar things you have experience with trading, you know, it's like you get a loss, a loss, and then, you know, you start taking bigger trades. Usually, you know, what most people, most traders do is they get into bigger trades to recover from those losses and, you know, just goes bad. Yeah. Like I think the, the way that I view it is when it comes to these failures, right? Like in Mm -hmm. business, trading business, you're going to have a lot of failure. I've realized a ton of failure in everything that I've done, you know, even TFT. I mean, there's things that are going wrong all the time, right? And, And TFT, other businesses I'm in. And at the end of the day, I ask if you had success kind of before this hole that you were in, because mm-hmm. when you've had success, it's kind of like, all right, this comes with the territory. I'm taking risks, right? I'm going to yeah. have this little downswing. Things are going to happen and mm-hmm. you're going to come back. But when, before you've had success, when you have that type of, you know, trench that you're in, it's very hard to, yep. to come out of that. Um, you know, obviously I, grew what I have now from literally nothing, right? I never was given any money, nothing. And at the point at which I had no money and I was, you know, had failure or whatever in this, it was really uh, just that self-belief, right? That's all that you have, Mm -hmm. realistically. There's no one that believes in you. It's just you, right? Um, Now, as you accumulate success, there's obviously going to be more people who believe in what you're doing because they've seen you have success already, right? So you're going to start to have supporters and that's going to definitely help to, you know, propel yourself. Still not easy, though, to get yeah. out of that of that hole. Like, thinking back, you know, when you were in that position, what what did you use to, like, anchor you to, like, kind of keep going and getting into, like, the psychology behind that that situation? Yeah. Um, for sure, having the right people around you is, like, one solid thing. Um, honestly, talking it out with people is very helpful. Um, what you're going through, sharing what you're going through. Um, but like having affirmations and listening to the right material, like constantly throughout the day is very key from what I found. Um, so I have like an affirmation, you know, book where I, you know, write out, you know, usually every single day. And I like, I even like when I was like really bad, I would like have affirmations, on my phone where it would be an audio where I would listen to my affirmations, uh, like throughout the whole day. Um, so, you know, just things like that, that I found that were like successful to like, you know, cause you're, you're negatively thinking about, you're constantly thinking about the debt or constantly thinking about the bad things that are happening in your life. And you got to switch that around and like, think about, you know, think about the positives, think about how you're going to get through this. You're going to get su- successful. Um, so that's kind of what I found reading materials, like listen to audiobooks. I'm, I'm not too big into reading, but like listen to audiobooks is like, yep. you know, very, very, very helpful to me. So, yeah. So tell me, are you a millionaire right now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. So, uh, this conversation, you know, if people are listening that you're not a millionaire or whatever, this conversation is very telling to me because mm-hmm. I believe very similar to you. I have my affirmations every single day. Yeah. I try to write them down or I recite them. Yep. Um, there's a lot of shit going on, right? Mm-hmm. With TFT. Um, and we can get into like some more things that I'm doing, whatever mm-hmm. you want to talk about. And I think that you need to have, like I look at every day is the same. Mm-hmm. We wake up, we're human beings. Every day is only the same. Yeah. We have to 
do things on a daily basis to keep ourselves at a level that we need to be at, mm-hmm. right? If not, we're going to, no matter who we are, doesn't matter if you're fucking Iron Man, mm-hmm. you're going to swing down, right? You're going to yeah. go go into the trench. It's and going I'm to. very conscious of this and then everything that we're doing. I mean, if you're in TFT, you haven't been in it for long, you know that I'm very active, right, mm-hmm. in things that are going on because I fundamentally understand if we're very consistent day in and day out yep. and we're... We're not only consistent, we're focused, we're disciplined, we have the right information, we're putting the right people around us. The competition, quote unquote, the people Mm -hmm. that are, uh, you know, living the same 24 hours as us, it's going to be very hard for them to compete with what's going on, right? If we're simply just doing more than they are, but we're being more efficient, you know, putting the right energy and everything like Mm -hmm. that. Um, So I think this is very telling that you're you're a trader right this is your main income trading right now Mm -hmm. so you're a trader and um you're very conscientious about the psyche uh, the daily psyche so much so to the point where you're uh listening to your affirmations right like i know that you're trying to get into you know coaching some people and everything like Mm -hmm. that get into a bit more on like besides these daily affirmations like how does this how do you think this helps you you know, this, yeah. this process yeah. that you're going through. Well, yeah, uh, before I get into it, I, I think, uh, that's why, why I came to you guys was because you guys are active and you guys have the reputation of being a great company. So, you know, shout out to you for making that happen. That's awesome. But yeah. Appreciate um, that. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So why it's helpful to me. Um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, I think just, going through, and I have a friend of mine who's helped me a lot through this. Um, but it, it's just that seeing myself come from where I have been like, you know, a year or two ago to now is just like a massive change. And it's like, it's mind blowing. And so to the point where people like talk to you, like, yo, this guy ain't the same. Yeah. This guy, yeah. this guy changed. Yeah. 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 Um, it's pretty wild. It's pretty wild. Like yeah. that, that feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember I moved down here like two years ago mm-hmm. and I hadn't seen a lot of my friends for a long time. And, you know, I was yeah. down here grinding and then yeah. I went back and I saw them and they're just like, holy shit. Like, yeah. well, what's this guy on right now? So I, I can see like you're probably going through a similar type of situation. Yeah. Like you're having this success and all that. Mm-hmm. People are like, yo, what's this guy doing? Yeah. You know, it's, it's fucking crazy. No, it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, and I think uh, you kind of touched on it. Um, like a, uh, a lot of it is like looking at your emotions and yourself from like a third perspective. So like that's kind of like kind of my coaching. A lot of it is is looking at your emotions from a third perspective um, and analyzing why you're having these emotions when the market's going down. And, you know, great quote I love that I don't know where I learned the idea of it is like how you think when you're down determines the time that you're going to be successful. So, you know, that's pretty powerful. Yeah. Quote. Mm. You know, so it's all about how you think about, you know, the loss dude, for sure. So, like yeah. I think about, I like to, I'd like to think most of my days are positive these days. Right. Mm-hmm. But there's days that are negative. And when, um, yeah. when we're facing the, those trials, right. Those tribulations, mm-hmm. uh, I say to, you know, my team, my people, and I'm like, listen, you know what I'm saying? This test is because what's coming is much greater than what we have now, right? We're being faced with this this obstacle, per se, and it's it's not always going to be like fucking rainbows and butterflies. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's going to suck a lot of the time. Yeah. 
Mm. Or not a lot of times, some of the time it's going to suck. And to your point, your attitude, when it sucks, your decision to be disciplined, to follow the plan, whatever is going to determine how long you stay in, in flight. Right. At the end, at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I think the people that are doing all these challenges and, you know, spending the money on this stuff and that are getting into this very negative mindset. Um, and by negative mindset, I mean, uh, they're, when it comes to trading, maybe they're taking multiple trades in a row, right? They're not following the plan right, mm-hmm. that they put out there. Yeah. Um, they're putting themselves in just a deeper and deeper hole. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So someone like you who's had success um, with the challenges and everything like that, what is, I want to hear like some advice like for the the challenge itself. Like how do you get through Yeah, challenge stuff, thing? yeah. Um, yeah, obviously, so you have like the daily loss limit, you know? Um, I've always risked, you know, one, 2% every trade, like no more than that. Um, so that gives you like an extra, you know, maybe you can max out at like two trades a day, you know? Um, so, you know, I've been a little bit more riskier probably than what most people do, but I have like a pretty high percentage, um, 1% is a little risky. It is. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Uh, yeah, I honestly do like one, two percent risk, whatever. But I have a high. My prob- guys in the high, house high, high like, fuck it, I'm all in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I have high confidence. I have high probability trades, so it's like, you know, I can, I can risk, I can do that. Um, but, you know, um, yeah. As far as challenge, just like, you know, uh, in the beginning, I mean, I've I've been through so many challenges with FTMO. I went through, shoot, I can't, I I can't even count. I I know I like. If you go and hit like show all, like it's just like scary, challenge, 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 you know, like <laughs> this is like two years ago, three years ago, you know, yeah. when I was doing it. But it's, um, but yeah, it's just like the first couple of years, you know, you're like flying through them. You're like, oh, trade, trade, trade. And like, I, I got to get it done. I think it's like, you know, it's you're trying to be successful super fast with the challenges because you're like eager to get that capital and you're eager to make money. Um and it's like, especially with like with me, like when I was in that much debt, it's like you're trying everything to get out of debt as fast as possible. And so like that is even making it worse. You know what I mean? So oh, yeah. it's really just slowing it down, slow down. Like you have, what's it? You have 30 days 35 to pass. Yeah. For us, yeah. 30, 35 for y'all. Yeah. It's like you have 35 days to pass it. And that's trading days, right? 35 yeah. trading days. No, it's, yeah. it's calendar it's, days. Calendars. Okay. Yeah. So it's a little tight. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> But realistically, I mean, you have time to pass it. Like You do. You know, I mean, you could get the retry. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But um, I think majority of people, like, the problem they have is just, like, they're trying to get through it real quickly. Um, so that's, like, probably number one thing for me is just slowing down, take your time, wait for the right trade, and execute correctly. So, yeah. Follow your plan. Follow your plan. Yeah. So the it's interesting because some there's people that have like a specific strategy for the challenge, and then once they get funded, it's like a different type of ball game. Um, mm-hmm. You know, for you, getting through the challenges and getting the funded account is the approach different at all now? Now that it's real, now that you can actually make money from the account, right? Does anything change for you psychologically, trading wise, whatever? Um, yeah. Um, yeah, both psychologically and trading style, um, or not trading style, but just um, like risking um, less. Because I am, I'm starting to work with uh, a lot more firms now, mm-hmm. and uh, in the next month or two, I'm taking on 
like actual investors. Uh, and so that's a whole other thing. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> like even with taking on a couple more firms, you know, it's like a whole nother psychology piece there that I've had to go with, go, you know, and deal with. Um, and so, you know, it's a lot more pressure. It's a lot, you know, what's your, what's your top five, top five prop firms. Top five firms. Yeah. Um, yeah. You guys FTMO. Um, let's see. Level up. Um, there's a uh, first class. I think it's a first class Forex. I just got a uh, account from them that uh, they do. You can max out with two 500k accounts. So you can max out with a million. I'm not, not going to comment on first class. <laughs> yeah, really? Okay, I got you. <laughs> I'm not, yeah, not talking so crap. Up. Not talking crap about anyone, but up, let's yeah. Go. Um, I'll try to like, think who else. There's so many out there. It's like, there's a lot. I'll try to like, think who else I'm funded with. Um, yeah. Do you even know the total amount of like funding? How many are out there? Yeah, how many out there? Yeah. I, I know. Do you how really? How many there are? There's uh there's probably like there's probably like thirty. Really? Yeah. Thirty that are relevant. Yeah, thirty that are relevant. Lot. Yeah. It's a lot. Um so yeah, I think that all of them have their no their own positives and positives. negatives. Yeah. You know what sure. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um we were fortunate enough to get started early. Mm-hmm. Right. So getting a bit, people know my story a little bit, but like getting into my story a little mm-hmm. is, uh, you know, I started the trading, we started building the Instagram, right. The, yeah. the pages. Um, and then we started doing some like affiliate marketing okay. and we partnered originally with this company called FX seed, um, ended up being a complete scam. We were an affiliate mm-hmm. marketer for them. And, uh, in, in working with that company, this was probably like two and a half years ago. In working with that company, um, that's when I first learned about the nuances of um, the prop firms and how they work. And I know you wanted to like talk about this a little bit. Mm-hmm. And um, that's when I realized the power of like our audience, the power of my knowledge when it came to my backgrounds in IT operations, okay. uh, economics. So I, I realized that uh, one, I could create this company and um, automate everything and like have the operations run extremely efficiently, not myself, but I generally knew the idea of how everything needed to be done and I needed to bring the right people to help me. Um, cool. and then that's when this again was like two years ago. That's when I originally came up with the idea of coming up with the company, right. And yeah. partnering with Blake. I don't know if you know Blake at all. Um, but partnering with Blake, who was like a YouTuber who knew specifically okay. a lot about the industry, what people wanted, uh, he was doing these like review videos, uh, warning people like what, which ones to stay away from, what mm. things to look out for when it came to the terms and service and all, all this stuff. Um, you know, he's like the watchdog of mm. the prop firm industry. Cause it's a very, uh, it's a very complex industry. There's a lot of yeah. like characters and everything going on. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we partnered with him and we got started two years ago. And then at that time it was literally, it was like us FTMO and my Forex funds. I'm pretty sure. Yep. There was really nobody else. Yeah, I'm fun with yeah. them too. Yeah, my forks funds. Yeah. My forks funds. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're definitely a huge one too. Mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously now, um, there's like I said, 30, 30 companies. Um, and you're you're saying that you're trading with like probably around five of them. Yeah. Uh, top tier as well. Top tier. Top tier. Um. Yeah. Just so you're aware, I'm partnered and, in nine of them. Are you really? No shit. Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So. When getting into like getting back to the psychology of business, right? Yeah. With everything that I have going on, 
there's a lot, there's a lot going on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, um, TFT, I'm obviously the most public about like, cause it's, okay. a, it's my, originally my company and, um, you know, I have the most involvement on a day to day basis with mm. TFT, but my goal really is to stabilize all these other companies as well. And just mm. like, to your point, you're trading with all these various companies. I mean, it's more opportunity for you at the end of the day. Yeah. It's more opportunity for us at the end of the day. Like, I think the, what needs to happen is there needs to be this like alignment between the customer and the business. Obviously the benefit of the cost, the positive for the customer has to be there. The positive mm. for the business has to be there. So I saw a lot of stuff going on when it came to these companies, a lot of things that would ultimately result in failure. Um, okay. And I was able to kind of get in touch with a lot of them, me and my team, and we've helped a lot of them stabilize, which can hopefully result in like you're doing more opportunity. Like I remember when uh, I was trading with FTMO, I was the same way. I was like, let me buy an account here. Let me buy an account there. Let me buy an account here. Because when you're a trader, I mean, it's, it's all about just getting more opportunity. You know what I mean? And yeah. and having less risk and ultimately having the funded accounts and multiple firms provides you with, you know, less risk. Yeah. So how do you kind of think about it with like trading with all the co different companies? Do you copy the mm -hmm. trades between all of them or what do you do? Yeah, I do the same trades on all of them. Mm -hmm. oh, so yeah. you're, you're going in. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and it, it, I mean, it takes time. You know, it's like it, it, with all, you know, trading with those, those many funds, it's like it takes like five minutes to place all those trades and hit the stop plot, you know, put the stop loss numbers in and take profits and, you know, which account sell. do you do with us? What's, which challenge? Um, uh, st uh, what do y'all have? Uh, state, I do the stage two Royal standard or S standard. Yeah. The standard. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. The reason I, I never messed with the others. Yeah. The yeah. reason I ask is a lot of people like to use the Royal one because you can okay. use the EAs and then okay. you can like copy and all this stuff. Nice. Um, but yeah, the standard has the more drawdown, mm -hmm. the most drawdown, which makes it yeah. very attractive to people. Um, are you open to sharing what other companies you're partnered with? Or no, no. Okay, yeah, no worries. No. What What are the uh, maybe get into like um, advantages of different ones or, or? So, I think that it's not rocket science. All of them are relatively the same. Yeah. You know, they offer slightly different challenges, slightly different benefits. They're all at different stages. Um, from what I can see a company like TFT, who's much like more mature in, mm -hmm. in its infrastructure when it comes to the support, the trading side of the business, the community side of the business, the team, the executive team, uh, it, it can take more risks. It, it can just offer better service to mm -hmm. people. Like in the beginning with a lot of these other companies, um, there's definitely a lot of, there's just a lot of issues like that go mm -hmm. on. Like when it comes to paying people out, like on time and like all this stuff, like yeah. just, it's just operational issues that mm -hmm. go on. Um, so I would just say the positive and negatives are just kind of like, if you use some of these companies that are a bit earlier on, uh, the goal for me is to make them as good as they can be in the beginning but there's just going to be issues like as mm -hmm. you're hiring and as you're getting more team members and everyone's just getting used to what's going on. And then that's where you see like in the telegram groups and all the stuff like, Oh, this company didn't pay out on time. <laughs> this, 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 and this. Yeah. And it's mostly because of like operational issues. Maybe the head of support just like is unresponsive or just not getting their job done. Right. There's people behind these companies. Like it's not robots, you yeah. know, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So people expect everything to be like 
And it's like, no, like there's actual people that are doing the work on, on these things and people make mistakes and that that's really what it is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's funny because people complain about the withdrawal time. Right. Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, I go to crypto.com. How fucking big are these guys? Right. They're yeah. huge exchange, crypto exchange. I go do a withdrawal. It takes three to five days. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm like, we're doing 48 hours, 72 hour withdrawals. Yeah. Crypto.com is literally like a freaking million dollars, you know, hundreds of million dollar company. They're doing withdrawals in three to five right. days. Yeah. So it's like, there's definitely uh yeah. So the, the positive and negative are just the maturity of the company. It's like any company, the maturity yeah. of the company, is going to be more reliable. Some of these ones that are more early on, just not as mature. Yeah. That's cool. That's awesome. Um, yeah, I know we were talking earlier, but, uh, I've always been interested in these type of companies and like what you guys use, you know, cause you're getting all this data from like other traders, like what you're using that data for? Like, you know, are you guys analyzing that and looking at it? Like, what do y'all what kind of goes in the background as far as the company? There's a lot of, there's a lot of data. Yeah. There is, um, the, especially with TFT cause of how big that it is. And then aggregately with all the other companies, you know, that I'm involved with. And mm -hmm. originally when we created the company, the goal was to just like all the traders that came through that got funded, will fund them quote unquote. Mm -hmm. Um, we realized very quickly that the success rate of the people that even made it through to the funded account was not high, right? We've, we've yeah. talked about the numbers, like the actual numbers, mm -hmm. and it's kind of like 30% pass phase one, about 30% pass phase two, and then about 30% make it to the payout. So you could do the math <laughs> on how many people actually are getting paid. Yeah. So for us, it was kind of like, all right, the general idea is to put our money behind these people, our money. Uh, with TFT, it really has been mostly our money. With mm -hmm. some of these other companies, there are investors involved that are putting money up. Um, but the general idea was like, we're going to just throw money behind all these accounts, whether we're going to make money off commission spreads or the, uh, 20%, you know, we're doing 80% mm -hmm. profit splits. We're going to make money that way. It became very clear that that was an unprofitable business, um, okay. to be completely honest with you. So it kind of changed our thinking and it brought us to where we're at now, where we've quickly realized in the background, we've had to build a lot of tools that are, uh, not actually available because the profit industry is so new, right? It's not, this mm -hmm. isn't the brokerage industry. This is very different than the brokerage yeah. industry. So we had to start to shift our mindset and build uh, risk tools that can start to actually evaluate all the accounts based on what we put together without giving away too much information. And that can help to uh, us decipher who should we actually be putting our money behind. Very similar to like a real institution, like BlackRock, whatever, like mm -hmm. their Citadel, like they're purchasing large amounts of data. They're putting that data into whatever predictive models, whatever type of models mm -hmm. they're using to then come to decisions on like where they should be buying into the markets and shit like that. Yeah. So that's really our goal as a company is to really become like an asset manager in the sense that we have all this data. How can this data uh, allow us to make better decisions as traders in the market? Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, we we're pretty transparent about like what goes on. Like once you make it to the funded account, and I talked about this in an interview I did previously, there's really a few ways that it can go. It can continue to be like a simulated trading account, um, or it, you can actually be trading our money. Like our, we could be putting our money behind you. We have the mechanism at the brokerage level to choose who's getting routed to what, okay. and getting routed into the account. So the goal for us is just to hedge 
um, the traders that we deem as profitable and the people that are not as profitable, we're not trying to lose money yeah. at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. No one's in, you guys aren't getting an opportunity if we lose money. We're not getting an opportunity if we lose money, right? Yeah. So the goal is for everyone to make money. Mm -hmm. That's really what we're all in this for. And there's, from what I understand, um, a lot of prop firm, you know, owners are, they're not as comfortable talking about this phenomenon, right? This situ right. This situation that we're all in. Um, I think that the business model is, is extremely unique. Like whoever originally came up with it, if it was FTMO, whatever, yeah. this idea to try people out to trade. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, once they become on the funded account, choose what to do with the yeah. trades, where to route it. Super unique idea. Oh yeah. Super unique idea. Like we've, and for the people, for the people out there that are very skeptical, they're very skeptical about what's going on, you know, with the funding company, the business model is, is the goal of the company for everyone to just fail. Right. That's, yeah. that's really, uh, what everyone has in the back of their mind. Mm -hmm. And, um, from my perspective, I think that the entire situation is really just an aggregation of data. So we just want more data. The more data we have, like TFT is cool. You know, it's, 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 a uh, uh, next year, this year, potentially a hundred million dollar company. Right. But awesome. if there is data monetization at a large scale, the company is a billion dollar company. Right. Yeah. So it's like for us, there's right now, like that's the billion dollar problem. Yeah. that everyone has. And we're doing the best that we can to uh, produce results given what we have, but it's a, it's a continuous learning process. Um, That's so, so yeah. interesting. That's awesome. Yeah, it's it's like so insane. Cool. <laughs> it's crazy. That is so cool. Yeah. Man. Um, and that's, that's cool that you open about sharing what goes on in the background. Because I, like I told you earlier that I've tried to reach out to a few other owners and they're kind of not willing to talk about exactly what goes on. So that's, Pretty awesome. So, I mean, look at it like this: if the business, Which I understand why they wouldn't. If the business to. wasn't profitable in every to every extent, whether there's data monetization or not, mm -hmm. if the business wasn't profitable to every extent, then there wouldn't be this many people getting into business. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Right. Why are there so many of these popping up? Because yeah. everyone thinks, oh, it's easy. Just fucking throw the challenges on the website, and we're good to go. But you're going to see a lot of these companies failing because it's not as easy as that. You're seeing companies right now, they're unlimited trading time, this and that, and da, 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 da. and their expenses are going to balloon. They're going to be in a bad position financially. The payouts are going to be too much. Mm. They're not hedging. They're not doing anything trading related, yeah. and they're going to be in a bad position. And it just is, it's the nature of business. Some businesses are going to be successful and some are going to fail. Yeah. But in an industry where there's a lot of money to be made, like that's why you're seeing so many businesses. And 2023 is going to be like super interesting to see which ones survive and which ones fall apart. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know of any companies, uh, prop firms that have already failed? I mean, there's one that's the most public. I don't know like any that are ongoing that are struggling. I will meant like, you know, speak yeah. on that. There's one that's very public. It's called Funding Talent. They failed about two years ago. Mm -hmm. And from what I can as assume, um, they just failed because of like operational failures. Mm -hmm. Like their uh, technology wasn't working the way that it needed to be. Yeah. Accounts weren't being monitored. They were just bleeding costs like mm -hmm. all over the place. Um, and then ultimately that led to them, you know, failing yeah. as a company. 
Do you know um, anything about Astro FX? You know, I of, mean, I I know of all of they all had of that. a program a, similar to a prop firm. Yeah, did something similar like that happen with them? Or all I'm gonna say is I was approached by a guy that <laughs> I know like how they were set up. Okay, that that stuff was scam. Scam, like, really? Yeah. yeah. Like I don't know if Astro's scam. I won't say they will. They mm-hmm. are, but like, there that system I believe is very flawed and. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, like the, the what was it? You had to pay f- money or something like five thousand. Yeah, um, did you do it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, I did. Yeah, <laughs> well, I did it mainly just for the connection because I actually met yeah. up with Sean Lee and Amon, you know, like in person or whatever. They did yeah. like an event, um, and so uh, Joe, who was kind of like my, because they set you up with like a, a coach, I guess it, you meet with like a couple times a month or whatever over zoom and they go over your trades and it was helpful to have him. Joe's a really great guy. I still keep in contact with him. You didn't go to the Mayfair office, um, bro? No, I didn't know. No, uh, <laughs> I was planning to, but then, you know, things went South and yeah. didn't make it over yeah. there. But I mean, I don't know the full story, yeah. but there was, it seems like there was a lot of things going yeah. on with yeah. them. So, um, but the dude, they're insp- They were like an inspiration. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They're like when one of the top started. guys that I like look, looked up to or still look up to like they're, you know, yeah. yeah. Shout out Sean Lee. Yeah. Wherever the hell he's at. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where he's at. Thailand or I don't yeah. know where he's at right now. Yeah. Very interesting guy. Yeah. Like the trading industry is just super interesting because it's full of so many, it's full of like things in so many directions. Like there's the extremely conscientious people that are very like in tune with themselves. Oh, sorry. Mm-hmm. Very in tune with themselves. And then there's the greedy people. Yeah. Just f- really greedy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, it's, it's definitely been hard to navigate like who to network with and who to do this yeah, with. Yeah. Um, like for you, you, you're trying to build a little following now, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I know there's a lot of people out there that are also trying to, to do this. What, what's kind of, um, your thought process trying to go through, you know, building this out? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think just connecting with the right, right people that right, had the right ideas, uh, or at least the same, like not right ideas, but just like ideas that match mine, you know, connect with the right people that are, you know, along the same path as me. You know, I, I think my whole idea is developing a training program around mainly psychology. Uh, and my whole thing is about balance. Uh, and it even gets into my strategy is all about balance. Um, so I use a, like an order flow volume indicator. Um, and it's all about balance. And so I look at that like personally balance, like personal balance, um, and then balance within the market. So, um, you know, um, but the psychology and like, you know, mental preparation and things like that is like most important. Um, I found to be in trading. So, you know, um, I want, I want to, you know, partner and connect with traders that, have that same idea. So, yeah. So from my perspective, when it comes to, you're obviously successful with trading, there's not, um, a crazy amount of people that are having the success that you're having. So there's credibility there. I've always loved the idea of the prop firms because I'm a third party verifying your results. You know what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. there's no doubt that you got paid, you know, you got paid by us. We paid you these, a lot of these people on Instagram, you know, you don't know if they got paid. By yeah. trading, you right? Know what you know what I'm saying. So I think there's tremendous power in these uh, new group of people who are trading with the prop firms, mm. who are making money, 
they have a lot of credibility in my in my honest opinion. Yeah, that's a good um, point. And I think that that's very important. It's a good point to like harp on. And at the end of the day, like when it comes to we talked originally about building a business, scaling it, selling it. The best way to sell products to create a business is by first creating a community. The f- the only way to create a community is to give shit away for free, right? And yeah. to give away your time, right? At the end of the day. And I was going to ask you about that because I've been just recently looking at your Instagram thing. You do a lot of giveaways, right? Through the company. It looks like through yeah, Instagram stuff. Can you touch on that? I haven't. Like, a little bit looked little, into it, yeah. Too much, a little too much, really. Too much. I think last year we gave away like a hundred thousand dollars in giveaways. Really, no yeah. way. That's awesome. Yeah, but it's the whole purpose of it is just to um, create engagement. At the end of the day, we leverage it to whether it's like help with our posts or um, I. A lot of times, I'll like run a survey. I'll do this. You're you're really just doing call to actions to get people to participate, and then benefits them because somebody wins benefits mm-hmm. you because you're getting feedback or you're getting some some more engagement on your posts yeah stuff like that so you know if i were to go about building a community or whatever i would definitely be leveraging giveaways um and i would just be trying to bring bring people into like one centralized place whether it's like a mm-hmm. telegram or a discord something like that and then you can be in touch with them in there and gotcha. build, build a sense of connection because i think a lot of people get um they get ahead of themselves when it comes to trading and like business. And they're just like, just trying to skip the steps. Like they're trying to sell the product from day one because they think it's about them. Like they think mm-hmm. they're the man, you know, oh, I'm yeah. the man, like buy my shit. Yeah. No one gives, a, no one gives a shit. Yeah. Like to be honest, everyone wakes up every day and they're the protagonist of their life. Yeah. They wake up. It's about them. Mm-hmm. Each per each of us, it is. But maybe one day you sacrifice the day for someone else. But the next day you wake up is about you. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So when it comes to the products and like selling shit, like you need to realize that it's about them. Like how do you make it about them? It's you're making a product for them. It's not for you. Yep. You know what I'm saying? You're doing all of this for them. And if you could build that connection and make make that very clear, people will get behind what you're doing. Um, yep. In in my opinion, because if it's not about them from you they're going to say, oh, fuck this guy and go, go somewhere else where they're making it about them. Yeah. Cause that's, that's what, cool. that's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, like that's my general advice for you is like, just build a community, you know, obviously you have credit, you have credibility with your thing. Yeah. I love the piece that you said, you know, building it around them. Like that's my whole goal is to help other traders be successful. And so, you know, I, I want to share, you know, how I became successful and like what I learned through it. And hopefully they, you know, can learn as much as possible. And so, you know, I haven't, you know, nowhere near finished the training program that I plan to put out, you know, and it's going to, you know, once I get feedback and things like that, like we're just starting putting out like basic information on, on our YouTube. And, you know, it's, you know, just have like one video out now, you know, it's just like, so, you know, slowly putting things out and, you know, more advanced stuff and things like that coming soon. But, you know, it's, you know, uh, not like the PC, you know, yeah. So, yeah, it's exciting. It's, cool. it's exciting, man. Yeah. You know, going on a new journey. Um, at the end of the day, there's a lot of work that needs to be done. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like, you know what I'm yeah. saying? I know a lot of people are, they're curious 
what the trading strategy is that you use. You said yeah. you use the volume, you know, indicator. Yeah. What else, yeah. what else kind of goes on with the system? Um, you don't got to give away too much. Cause I know, yeah, yeah. you know, how it is. Uh, got the idea a little bit from thinking about hedge funds and kind of how they trade and things like that. So really from what I've seen, you know, successful trading is monitoring order flow and looking at volume. Um, and when the volume picks up and things like that. Um, and so that's what I look at. And uh, interesting, uh, I heard a talk recently, actually. Um, and this lady described day trading as the theory of mind. And so, you know, I, I'm, I'm constantly thinking about, like, when are retail traders getting into the market? What are they thinking about what the market's going to do? And then... You know, I'm thinking about like, how is the market going to get those traders out of their trade and go the way that the traders thought it was going to go? Uh, and so you're always thinking about what other traders are doing. That's kind of how I've, you know, thought about trading. It's the theory of mind. It's not it's like, easy. It's not, yeah. Think, it's not, yeah. That. So you're, you're constantly watching orders come through. And I have, you know basically uh, a strategy that I put together with monitoring order flow and volume coming in through the, through the market. Um, so yeah, that's, that's it. And, you know, I've been through indicators, you know, other indicators, you know, all, all the other indicators, they're all lagging indicators. You know, when you're watching order flow, it's, you're seeing what is coming into the market. You're in tune with like what's going on. Um, when you're watching like moving averages or things like that, it's like, you know, you're getting past data of what happened previously in the market and it's just telling you what happened. You know, that's, that's all it's really doing. So, um, that's my, it's not very useful. Yeah. It doesn't seem to be useful. Yeah. <laughs> no. You can, you know, I get some direction, flow, I think but when I was still trading a bit, I was using some like the VWAP tool and like stuff like yeah. that. So I was looking mm -hmm. at order flow. Yep. Um, and I found that to be, like, to your point, the most accurate yep. information, yep. you know, at the end of the day to mm -hmm. make, be making decisions on. It was not discretionary. It's like, all right, the market, there's a lot of orders sitting at this level. Potentially, exactly. there's going to be a lot of participation. Should I get in? Should I get out? Where should I exit? Based on the bands, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I think that it's a very, they call it institutional trading, right? Yeah. That's that's the word that they use. Yeah. Um, it's a lot different. Now, did you always trade like this or originally you were just using, you know, TA and no. stuff? No, yeah. Um, you know, basic, like, supply demand, you know, just like, you know, simple, started with something like that and, you Which know, trend line. Which is kind of like order flow a bit, the supply and demand. But yeah, it's, it's like true. a dumb man's yeah. version. Exactly, yeah. yeah. You're just like looking at, like, um, candlesticks of where you think supply demand is, you know? Um, when you're looking at these indicators, you're actually getting data of like when the market picks up and things like that. Um, and my strategy is around, like I said, balance. Balance within where the orders are. And so if you think about that, the daily, you know, high and low volume areas, you know, that's kind of how I look at it. So, so we talked about coming from the bottom, right? And then having success. Now, obviously you're in a better position. How calculated are you with like your next moves? 
when it comes to like the prop challenges, mm-hmm. business, right? Like what's your outlook now that you're sitting where you are now? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think, uh, obviously I think time having time is like most valuable possession. And so with trading, you know, you're like you were saying, it's constantly monitoring it. It's, it's like a full-time job, you know, more than a full-time job. Oh yeah. Um, and so, um, my idea is to kind of monetize that a little bit and, um, yeah, calculated, like I plan to take on personal investors coming here soon, probably middle of the year. Um, um, part of that what's is, the po- what's the benefit of that? Just from your perspective, benefit of that is, that, yeah. um, so I'm going to be lowering my risks a good bit, like a lot. Mm-hmm. so that I can take on this capital and I'll be hiring employees and things like that to help me, you know, manage that. But, um, the plus side from what I've seen it is, is working with brokers directly and getting commission off of, cause I'm, I'm, I'll be managing their money for them. So the more money I bring to the broker, um, and I'm managing, you know, how much buying they're doing throughout the day, mm-hmm then I can get commission off of the broker. And that's like, you know, that is consistent money that's coming in. Mm-hmm. Um, now, how much money are you talking like an in investor's money, like over 10 million or no? Yeah. I mean, um, minimum, minimum, uh, investing, you know, will be 25,000. I've, you know, that's like minimum, but I, I won't be shooting for that low. Like, you know, um, so yeah, I'll be dealing with big investors. So, um, so I'm, I'm looking forward to that. You know, it's, it's going to be pretty exciting when that, when that does happen. So, um, still in the beginning process, you know, way down the road, you know, looking at doing that. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, we'll see, we'll see how it goes. So, so that's one, yeah. that's one thing. And then the yeah. platform stop, you're going to obviously keep doing that. Yeah. Keep going, keep mm-hmm. going with it. Yep. And so you said that if, you said there's obviously been a lot of failure with the challenges and there's been success. Mm -hmm. And I think people need to hear that because it's not like a, you just figure it out, right? Even when you get an account funded account, it's inevitable that you're going to lose it at some point, there's going to be a Mm -hmm. bunch of losing streak, whatever. So what's your thought process behind like buying challenges versus the funded accounts, like the risk reward on that? Like, do you budget for buying challenges? Like, how do you go about it? Yeah. Obviously set yourself a budget. Like, same thing with like loading up an account with capital is like, you know, only risk what you're willing to lose. Um, obviously don't, you know, risk money that you don't have or, you know, need for a month or two, you know? So, you know, definitely, uh, wise thing to do is save up, you know, have savings put away. Uh, and even before you become like totally independent and, and trade full time, you know, have like, you know, months worth of savings put away in case, you know, you do go through, you know, bad couple months, you know, something like something crazy happens, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, setting yourself up and being safe with it, you know, and not making drastic decisions, things like that is, is yeah. what's, uh, yeah. what's so. the most amount of money you've lost in one day? Um, yeah. Uh, so bad day. Yeah, bad day. Yeah, uh, I, I've lost over, yeah, over. It was like close to one hundred sixty thousand a day. Sheesh. Yeah, 
Yeah, it was pretty, pretty crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and like, how did yeah. you, what, what did you feel like after that? Oh man. There's more, yeah. more than I've lost in one day. Yeah. I was actually on a trip. Um, I was actually on a trip. Um, it, it started happening that morning. Um, and you know, I, I was over wrist, like totally over wrist, you know, just like, this is like two or three years ago, whatever. I was so over wrist and, um, I just kept like buying more, buying more, you know, just like just being stupid with it. And, um, yeah, you know, just like you hope for the best, you know what I mean? When, when you're not thinking correctly, you hope for the best, which is so wrong thinking, you know what I mean? And so and that's when you lose. Exactly. <laughs> that's you're when like, it's all oh, lost. I think it's going to work out. You know, it's like, <laughs> no, like, that's so hard to swallow. Like, and, and you got to think third perspective, you know, like I touched on, like think about your emotions and like, think about what you're thinking about and like feel in tunely, get in tune with the market and feel it out. And so, yeah, I was like, I was down a good bit in that morning and I was actually flying to Miami. Um, on the flight, it was going down. Actually, when I got on the plane, it was going up. I was like, oh yes, this is it. I got off the plane. It's like, shoot, <laughs> like it was down a ton. Got in Miami like, um, and yeah, like about, I stayed up like all night and I stayed up, stayed up all night. Cause I was in the trade for like, like two, three days. I stayed up all night the night before too, just like watching it, which is so stupid. Like watching it. Dude, you were watching your constantly demise. just like, yeah, you're just like, that's <laughs> so stupid. Like, <laughs> you know, just, oh, it's so stupid. Like, oh my God, just watching yourself crumble and lose that much money. Think about all think night, about just like dumbest thing feels. ever. Oh, I've been yeah. in the same situation. Like yeah. how shitty that feeling is. The worst. Yeah. And then insane, why, yeah. like I'm the same way. Like, why do we subject ourselves to yeah. do that again? Like, yeah. you know, what I'm uh -huh. it's like, it's, it's like crazy. Like I'm trying to understand, like the people that are trading are just like the riskiest fucking people. Yeah. yeah. They're just addicted to risk. Yep. At the end of the day. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's I'm wild. very, I'm very much like, I love risk. You mm -hmm. know, it's, I'm all in. Yeah. I don't gamble though. Do you yeah. gamble? No. Mm -mm. No. no. Okay. I mean, you know, have fun, a little bit of money. I but think no, in college I, I lost like five grand sports gambling. Oh, really? And I was like, yeah. oh, I got to be out. Really? <laughs> like, yeah. And I wanted to do more. I'm like, oh, this is sad. That's crazy. Like, <laughs> That's wild. But no, I think, um, you know, uh, going through something like that, losing that much money, you know, propelled me to, you know, you have to go through those hard times to like, you know, to get, oh, you know, dude. you're where you are. Yeah. So, yeah. When you're in finance, it, the, it's the reality of the situation is you're going to lose money. Yeah. That's really, it is what it is. Um, so you just got to be prepared for that situation. But mm -hmm. obviously when you're losing that, when you're losing 160 K, I think the most I lost in like one trade was a hundred K and mm -hmm. I'll never forget when I lost the money, I called Carlos, who's a partner of Funded Trader. Yeah. I was like, hey, man, like lost 100K. I was mm -hmm. expecting like, I didn't know like what the result, the response is going to be. Yeah. And he's like, oh, nice, nice write off. <laughs> nice write off. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, this is the guy. Yeah. This is my guy. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Because it's going to come back. I mean, I was like, yeah. if I'm losing 100K, nice I got, there's got to be money coming. Right. Like, at some point. Yeah. So I was like, just don't keep losing. <laughs> like, Man. You That's know? funny. How'd you feel afterwards? So it's 
at that point, I felt a bit numb <laughs> to mm-hmm. what was yeah. going on. I was more so disappointed because there was more people involved, you know, my team. Mm. And I'm like, you don't want to let the team down, you know, yeah. at the end of the day. Um, you don't want to make decisions that are going to let the team down. And knowing that that didn't put a, uh, a real, like, bear, like, you know, like a bad thing between us mm-hmm. definitely strengthened, you know, our partnership uh, to my, in, in my perspective. Yeah. Um, and yeah, man, like the biggest thing, like trading is so individual, you know what I'm saying? Like it's you taking the trades, but I think if you can build it up to the point where you maybe have a team that's helping you do the analysis, whatever, I just think in anything like having a team is, is the best way to go about, go about things. Um, you know, you're not gonna, you're not gonna be able to figure everything out yourself. And Mm. trading is very much like a monstrous ego game where it's like, it's about, my decisions and stuff. Yeah. So it's interesting. Cause I'm like, it's just such an interesting thing. Cause every other business is kind of like team, you know, yeah. like have employees, yeah. have your partners, have right. this and that trading is just you. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. So you were saying maybe build a team and like help you manage the money, the fund or whatever. Yeah. Um, what do you think these people would do for you? Yeah. So, um, uh, my idea is kind of to, diversify a little bit. So I'll be actually placing the trades and actually calling the trades and things like that. But, um, so I, I have a fund that I'm basically growing and basically going to diversify basically. So I'll be going through training program with them to develop psychology and mental preparation into taking on risk and to, you know, investing and things like that. Um, but, um, so it's kind of like a it, prop firm in a way, in like a way, coaching yeah. these people to potentially manage money for you. Right. Exactly. Interesting. Yeah. And so, um, I'll be hiring, you know, people that will be interested in real estate or, you know, stock market or, you know, options or different things like that, that they can really hone in on and research, uh, a lot in something that they're, you know, excited about learning, passionate about. Yeah. Passionate about, yeah. And so, Helping them excel and exceed in that, you know, it's like my goal. So interesting. Yeah. So you're trying to build like the super team, yeah, of business, yeah, of business yeah. people. Interesting so, approach. Yeah, I think that it definitely has potential. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I think the any business is fucking hard, man. Yeah. Like at the end of the day, you start a bakery, yeah. that shit's gonna be hard. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think starting a fund and like having strategies to put the money into, whether yeah. it's real estate or whatever, yeah. is is it's going to be the most lucrative. It's also going to be extremely difficult. Mm. But at the end of yeah. the day, everything's difficult. True. You know, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So tell me, given, you know, you have quote-unquote time freedom in, to an extent, yeah. right? Like ha- how do you like to spend your time now when you're not trading and stuff? Yeah. Give some inspiration for the people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I uh, I love cars. Um, yeah, I can tell. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, I rented a uh, Colon in. Uh, I literally Rolls-Royce knew when I pulled up. The like, this is this is him. This guy rented the Colon in. <laughs> yep, <laughs> yep. So it's it's uh that car is smooth, man. I I was very surprised on how much I liked it because I'm more of a, like a exotic you know sports car like you know Lambo like you know um, I just bought a. C63S Mercedes. Nice um, car. Yeah, yeah, very fast, faster than I was thinking it was going to be. Um, so I, I'm more that speed. 
But man, this thing is smooth, like super nice. Um, honestly, I can see myself getting something like that, like down the road. Um, it's made usually. for a driver. Yeah. You know, yeah. you have a driver, sit in the back. Right. Have a little drink. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's a nice car. Yeah, it is. But no, I, I love, uh, I love cars. I love driving. I'd love the experience of driving. So I think that's why I like Lamborghini so much and just, you know, how they feel and things like that. Uh, I love traveling. Um, so definitely want to just like continue to travel a lot, you know, overseas and, and, you know, place experience things. I'll experiencing, experience new things and things mm-hmm. like that. So, um, so yeah, that's me. That's you got the travel kind of, bug. Yeah. Yeah. Me as well. So, it's, it's yeah. like so difficult though <laughs> to when you're in business and this and that yeah. to try to do it often. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I try to, uh, I think last year I traveled too much. I traveled once a month, but it was, it nice. wasn't like that's crazy great. places, but like I was traveling a lot and I'm like, this year I got to be better about being organized about traveling. Really? Do yeah. a little less or just like do a little less, organized. be really? more calculated with like where I'm going and stuff. Yeah, it was yeah. a lot more impulsive. Um, that's so a good goal. That's a good. You know, once a month, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, it yeah. was a lot. <laughs> like yeah. it was fun. It was it was a good time. Yeah. Um, at the at the end of the day, you know, when you when you get into a situation where you do have the time freedom and the freedom to work wherever, yeah, you got to then learn like how to fucking manage that. Yeah, it can be uh, a lot. Uh, it's difficult. Yeah, it's, it, you would think that it would be pretty easy to just like oh, no, that set up management you know, is not. It's actually pretty difficult. I was actually just in New York, um, like two weeks ago, three weeks ago. And, um, you know, it's a whole other level when you're dealing with like that much money and then like traveling on top of that. And it's like, man, it's like, I was there for like almost a, like a little over a week and yeah, it's like traveling. It's like very difficult to trade while you're traveling. Uh, cause your whole routine daily routine is totally off. messed up. It's totally off. Um, you're not doing things you usually do in the morning and, you know, at night and preparation for the market and things like that different living experiences, you know, so it's, it's, and time zones, you know, it's kind of messes you up a little bit, but it's very difficult to trade while you're traveling. Um, I agree. So I agree. Like from my perspective, it's just the traveling, like, cause I'm very routine based, mm-hmm. so I discipline my routine. Yeah. So then after you're doing the routine for X amount of time, it's just like, you got to switch it up. Yeah. So you got to travel, experience something new, mm-hmm. and then you come back and you're like, oh, this is great. Yeah. Like back Glad the, to be back, back in the routine. In the routine. That's like, how I felt. Yeah. It's fantastic. Like, I can't just go six months routine, like, not travel. Like, yeah. I'll go crazy. Yeah. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Um, yeah. It's obviously nice being down here in Miami. Um, just being in an overall beautiful place, beautiful city, amazing people. Yeah. So I think as an entrepreneur, like, this is definitely like a hub to be in. Yeah. Um, the city has its positives as well. I think the winter is a bit dystopian with the weather, mm. <laughs> but, mm-hmm. you know, but yeah. Why is it so cold here right now? Like right now goodness. it is. Yeah. You came on a bad weekend. <laughs> goodness. Yeah. Yeah. You came on a bad weekend. It's like 50 degrees out or something yeah. like 60 degrees. We're going to try to go to a, um, like a day party, you know, the pool and stuff like that. But like, man, about to like, freeze. yeah, <laughs> it's crazy, but yeah. I love Miami. It, like, if you could live city, anywhere, like, where would it be? Um, in U.S. Anywhere. Probably, yeah, Miami. Anywhere. Like, anywhere. Um, I don't know. Like, I've been to Dubai. Dubai is pretty cool. I don't know if I would live there like full time. Like, um, but Dubai is such a cool place. Like, I really liked it there. Um, 
honestly don't know. Like, I think I would like Singapore. I haven't been to Singapore yet. But do you have a Miami like Bali? To? Bali? Yeah, I want to try to live there to, to some extent cool. this year a little bit. I think I would like there. I plan on going there this year, um, like middle of this year. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It seems like a cool place. Seem it seems like you could live like a king there. Yeah, pretty cheap right. too, which is yeah. nuts. Yeah, you know. So I'd definitely like to live there. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, hopefully this year. That's one of my goals. Cool. Nice. What's uh? Give me like. Long term, like what's some of your goals, like financially, 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 just throw them out there. Mm. Um, honestly don't have like number wise goals. Mm-hmm. It's more just like, um, and I've, I kind of have a, uh, idea around it. It's like, I want to become a certain person that will be doing these things. And so I feel like that helps me get to those next levels Interesting. more than just having like, you know, I want this number, you know, mm-hmm. um, and if you so chase the number, it'll never come. I, yeah, yeah. I think that's, yeah, kind of what I've learned. So, um, so I think, you know, um, but if you were to say a number, a number, um, yeah, um, I would love to be up, you know, with the big hedge fund number wise, you know, um, we're talking billions. Yeah. Talking billions. Yeah, <laughs> talking for sure. Billions. Um, I would love to be up there. Um, but man, I think about like all the different like hurdles bro, they got to go it, through think of it like this, bro. Like if you go from $0 to a million, what gain? That's like a, what percent gain is that? Oh yeah. It's crazy. Crazy. Yeah. You know, going to a million to a hundred million. That's a far, it's a far less of a jump. Less of a jump. Yeah. Than going from zero to a million. Seriously. You know what I'm saying? So my whole thing is, is like, if you can make a dollar, you can make a million dollars. You're going a million dollars, you make a hundred so million true. dollars. And so, like, I feel like I've already done the hard work. Like that, that's, you know, now it's just executing. Just, we got the next Ken Griffin here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So no, I think we'll that, see. I think that, um, for me, when it comes to like financial goals, I throw in my mind, I'm like, if I remain in the game of capitalism, because this is a game. This yeah. thing we're playing is a game. Yeah. If I remain in the game of capitalism, there's no reason why I couldn't become worth as much as a billion dollars. Mm-hmm. But there, there has, to, there's gonna be a point where I might not want to play, yeah, anymore. And I don't know I feel when. The same way, yeah. You know, I don't know when mm-hmm. that's gonna be. Whether there's a break, whatever. Um, yeah. But like when you're really going in, when you're really going hard, it's like you just know this isn't it forever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You got to just step away at some point. Yeah. Um, and like, if you look at all that hedge fund owners, I mean, they're very private guys, you know, like when you're at that level, like, and that much money, like you got to be private. I mean, like, you know, you're not stepping out there, you know, and well, it's so, in- it's so interesting. Cause like the world we live in is so public. Mm. You got people putting their babies on the social media, yeah. this and that, you know what I'm saying? Like it's yeah. so public, everything. Yeah. And obviously when it comes to like the other generations, it's not as public because they're just not as ingrained with social media. Yeah. Like we're so ingrained with social media. It's kind of nuts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. How do you feel about social media? Like you're obviously trying to build with it. How yeah. do you feel? How do you feel about it? Overall? Um, yeah. I mean, I'm like just now like getting into it. Um, I should have been doing it for, you know, for years. Um, but you know, it's, um, 
my whole goal is, is just to help other people, you know, um, learn how to be successful, you know, in trading, uh, really just to be successful, um, you know, with whatever they're interested in and, and things like that. So, you know, but I, I'm obviously traders, you know, I'm definitely passionate about trading. So, um, but yeah, you know, uh, social media, it's, I enjoy it. It's like, like you what know, what do you think it's for? Like, I'll give you my honest opinion. Like you're, my go- yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, to, Seems like you want to use it for business. Just to re- reach reach yeah. other people. Yeah. You know, just to reach get a following, get reach people so I can help more people. Yeah. My, yeah. Yeah. Same for you. Or what do you think? Well, yeah, I think it's a tool, like something to use to yeah. garner, you know, an audience to yeah. create a product, create an influence, whatever. Yeah. Um, I think it's for the most part pretty fake. You know, social media yeah. is right. just what people want you to see. Mm-hmm. That's really what it is. Yeah. I mean, it's not people try to like, Oh, I'm being honest this year. This and that. I'm like, dude, yeah. like this, this, this isn't it. <laughs> like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? All right. So I think that, um, I think that if you use it correctly, um, you can leverage it and, and have a, you know, positive impact mm-hmm. on people, on yourself, on your business, on stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, but it's just, don't think it's real. Like this yeah. is real. It's all just gaining this, attention. This gaining is reality. This is, you yeah. know, real life. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Don't get lost in, what you see on there. It's not yeah. <laughs> everything ain't as good as it seems. Right. You know what yeah. I'm saying? For sure. Um, I think people get lost in that. I mean, for, for sure. me, it's been great. Cause it's been there. There, I use it as like inspiration. Like I'm yeah. like, Holy shit, these people are driving this car, this and that. Mm-hmm. And it did make me think differently to be, use my ambition and to work harder and to try to attain these things. But I think a lot of people are just getting lost in it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. like, they're just, like wallowing in it and like, oh, I'm not as good as this and that. And even yeah. traders, like, man, I'm sure a bunch of them are like looking at traders on there like, yo, this guy's so successful. looks like this and that. And a lot of these people aren't. It's fake. It's a lot of it's fake. Yeah. And um, that's why I say someone like you, who's like, like th- verified by us by a third party, it's kind of, it's real. It's not, yeah. fa- it's not fake. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So hopefully that can help change the game a bit. But you know how people yeah. are. They see Lambos. They see houses. They see, like, hot women. They're just like, I want to follow this guy. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> like, but they just spent, like, you know, a week and, you know, wherever, rented a car for a couple of days and yeah, took you know tons of is. video. And you know how it photos, is. You, know? you have yeah. some money, rent a car, yeah. you know, get a spot, get a yacht, get girls. Like, right. It's like, it's just people got to. Content for a year, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of thing, yeah. It's, uh, it's yeah. so funny. Yep. So like, what's life, your, what's your goal with the company? Like long-term, what's your, do you have a number? Do you, what's your, so I think that with everything that we're doing, our goal, um, is like next year, our goal is to do 50 million in payouts. Like obviously yeah. if that number's hit, the company's going to be worth X amount of money. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Um, so I look at like what we're doing very similar to, not like similar to Barstool in the extent of like what kind of company they are. Mm -hmm. But if you look at Barstool, like they grew an audience, they grew a community, a brand. um, And then it got to the point where it became very valuable. They garnered a lot of influence. Um, They were diversified in a lot of different uh, sectors of the industry. And then Mm -hmm. Portnoy, you know, got bought out, but he still is like uh, relevant and he still works on the company because he's passionate about it. So I'm like extremely passionate just about the industry, about prop firms, about trading. And if we can grow it to a certain point and have somebody come along, that's the right partner that would buy it. 
Mm -hmm. I think that would be like a, a very worthy uh, thing to work. That's a very worthy thing for us to work towards. Like it's cool. obvious, you, you know, yeah. what I, you know what I mean? Um, Exit strategy. Yeah. I mm. think any, I mean, we talked about it. Any company you get into guys, like you should be trying to exit yep. even trading. I mean, grow a book of, grow a book of investors, grow a book of people that are, you know, invested in your, whether you start a hedge fund or a private equity, whatever f kind of firm that you start, mm -hmm. maybe you start a brokerage, you know, maybe in yeah. your case, instead of going to brokers, you just start your own broker and you are your own broker. Mm -hmm. And then you just get liquidity providers and you're just managing funds internally. Yeah. It's very, it's, it's very actually uh, attainable path for you when it comes to trading like that. Mm. Um, so yeah, for us, it's, it's the same thing, but there's a long, there's a long way for us to go. I think before that becomes like a reality, there's also a lot of money for us to make and before that becomes a reality. Like I think right now sure. we're all very much aligned with just trying to continue to make it as good as it can be. Mm -hmm. Um, and just learn, you know, that's cool. There's a lot, yeah. lot to learn with any business, but yeah. You know. Um, uh, trading industry. Do you see any movements, uh, uh, within the industry as far as like businesses or, you know, you see, things moving this way or that way or anything within the prop space or anything like that? So when we started two years ago, I remember talking with brokers and telling them about what we wanted to do. And mm -hmm. all of them were very against it. They were not into it. You know, they were not, they were not loving the idea of the company. And now it's very much the opposite. Brokers are trying to get in. Uh, yeah. They're trying to get their own. They're trying to help out. They're trying to meet up. They're trying to fly us out. Like, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like it's a whole 360 uh, yeah. effect. So I think the industry is just going to continue to trend towards uh, things built around prop trading. I think prop trading mm -hmm. is like the future. There's a lot of money in it for us. There's a lot of money in it for the traders. It's a very, very interesting game that's being played. Um, so yeah, that's kind of where I, th I see things. Yeah. continuing to head down like i think some of the bigger brokers might get in like who knows like what if what if the funded trader becomes as big as FanDuel? like you know what mm -hmm. i'm saying like yeah. what if there is a situation where it becomes a bit more national yeah it's kind of nuts that's cool um ai like um do uh a guy wants to bring up ai yeah so um because that's an interesting topic that's like you know, looming. Yeah. And like rapidly coming to our faces, you know, uh, do you guys utilize that within prop firms? Um, and you know, you're getting all this data, like, right. Um, or do you see it going that way or I think so. I think that, uh, when it comes to like the brokerage business, a lot of them have stayed away from AI and stayed away from those type of models, hmm. um, to, uh, utilize the data to, create monetization. Mm -hmm. Um, but this is a new world that we live in. We're young, you know, people yeah. were very much interested in how it can help us. Um, and I think there is a lot of use cases for it, like feeding the data through it and seeing how a model could potentially predict where we should be allocating our money. Yeah. I think that that's very much something that we should be using, um, without, you know, selling what we're doing or yeah. whatever. So that'd be interesting. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, that's like, you build that again, that's just a really, it's a proprietary thing that you have yeah. that people would pay a lot of money for. Yeah. That'd be huge. You know, so I know, uh, uh, what is it? Um, 
uh, Blackstone, I think it is, or who is it? Um, is it Aladdin? Their the, the, their whole they have a whole AI, you know, yeah, kind of chess piece type kind of. I think it's called AI. Aladdin. Is that right? Uh, yeah, really? I think they have a software service called Aladdin. Mm. I forgot exactly what it does, but it's like a risk tool where they okay. sell it to businesses and they're able to plug it in to, I guess, manage their cash flow or something. Yeah. But it, it that's really what it is. And I'm pretty sure, wow. is it Blackstone or Black Rock? I don't know. Black Rock, maybe, yeah. Yeah, Black Rock. So yeah. one of our, our partners, shout out Santi, uh, he just started and he worked at Black Rock. Okay. Yeah, and he was in risk. That's awesome. Yeah, oh, so he's cool. like a freaking beast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, so he's helping out with a lot of the stuff behind the scenes. Because, like, man, I'm not by any means the smartest guy in the world. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So there's a lot of smart people out there. We just got to put them to work. Yeah, it's all about putting the right people on your team and around you yeah. that have all the right information. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Like going back to you is about what are the sources you're getting your information from? What are the indicators? Was this, what companies are you working with? Right. Are you working with a company that's a scam? You working with a company that's actually fair. You know what I'm yeah. saying? That's all things that you got to be worried about. Right. Mm -hmm. Yep. For sure. That's yeah. cool. Well, dude, we've been, we've been at it for, for a minute. Yeah. For a long it's been time. Good, man. Yeah. It's been fun. Oh it's yeah. It's been a good pod. Uh, first one in the books. Yep. So let's wrap it up. Cool. And dude, appreciate, appreciate you hopping on. Yeah, thank you, man. It's been a fun, been a pleasure. Definitely, thanks for having me out here. Let's go. Well, is there is there anything uh, you want to say, like where to follow you and stuff? Yeah, uh, follow me uh, on Instagram, the underscore Josh Lee, and uh, you'll yeah you'll see me on there. So the new Sean Lee. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I right, word. Think we're good. Sweet.